Love black queens with introspective. See the world from a dope perspective. Type that's real heavy on the intellect. Always light on the disrespect. Conversation that keep you engaged. Free speech against the minds of a saving. They can't be the only ones. Now they can't be the only ones. A podcast that streams from coast to coast. Miss Gale and be your lovely host. To hear the show that you ain't alone. Can't be the only ones. No, we can't be the only ones. A podcast that streams from coast to coast. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Testing, mm-hmm. testing, aren't you three? Did you get water or something? I just can't. Oh, look at Ryston. He was already there. I don't know. I don't no think... need to jump up today. He doesn't feel good. Oh. No, it's not a feel good day for Ryston. <sighs> Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Welcome to our podcast, We Can't Be the Only Ones. I'm Gail. And I am B. <laughs> Let's see how long I can hold this note for so long. Let's see where my... Okay. Okay. Well, thank you for <laughs> tuning in and listening to B sing the letter B. And that's it for the show today. You know today. what would have been really good? <laughs> if I had sang it on the note of B. Okay, like... But I don't think that was a B. That wasn't a B. A, B, B. That's lower B. No, it's a, not. A, B, It starts C, at C. D, e, F, G. It starts at C. A, what, C? What, the, A, B, C, major D? Note. The major but when you start, sing ABC, does that's that... That's Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, which is a major fifth. So what does that mean? ABC? It's, it's not, it's it's not, not going in the scale. Oh, okay. It's twinkle, I thought it was. Twinkle Little Star is a major fifth. Oh, I thought ABC was the actual... No, like that's you Twinkle could tune Twinkle the piano Little Star. With that. No. Okay. Well, that's that a major explains fifth. so much. It explained why you sang it that way. Was, yes, I that's, like, what no, I, that's what I thought. That's See, this not, is why we can't be on YouTube because I can't stop messing with my hair. That's not a B. Okay, but okay. anywho. Anywho, we are at the moment <laughs> of gratitude. It's a staple of our show. People really like to hear what our moments of gratitude are. Are they? And because this is my topic week, I go first. Mm-hmm. Look at me learning. Look at you. So, and I thought about it today. And I have to actually, I'm grateful that the Lord let me see another day. Good. That's a good thing because you wouldn't be on this line right now. And there, because there are people who did not. Mm-hmm. Who did not. People I know that have passed and people I don't know. That yeah. did not come into this Sunday. Mm-hmm. They went on to other regions. Yes. Either up or down or wherever their belief was that they would go. So I'm very grateful. They might be born again. 
Well, well okay. Hello again <laughs> to you. <laughs> so I, I'm just very grateful that the Lord let me see this day. And for the most part, I had all my faculties. I know, I guess I would have to say all my faculties were working. I got up under my own steam, got down the stairs, dressed myself, fed ah, myself. Those are little so, things to And appreciate. at 69, that, that's a great thing. See. So I'm very grateful. See. Thank you. Thank you. That's a good thing to be grateful for. Um, what am I grateful for this week? I I hadn't thought about it, as you can tell. I am grateful in this moment to be able to speak about my convictions without necessarily wondering if I'm compromising on them because I'm speaking on them and to be able to do that freely because I know that there are a lot of people who mince words or you know run around the mulberry bush to get to a point but I just don't believe in that I do kind of believe in being succinct with what you have to say so we can kind of get to the point and part of the reason why I believe in succinctness is because I just am able to say, this is how I feel and let me express how I feel. And so I'm grateful for the ability to just be able to express how I feel the way that I do. Okay. Huh. I don't get it, but okay. Yeah. Just my level of, just me. I'm appreciative. Yeah. <laughs> I am appreciative. That, because there are a lot I mean, you of think most you think I mince words. Why is it about you? Always. Oh well, because it's not. But no, but I'm just saying. I'm no, not. I don't think it's about me. But do I mince words? You I'm would trying know to that. Understand what you would saying. know that, but I don't. So okay. the ability. Is that me or you? That ain't me because I don't have that oh ring. Oh my phone. gosh, that's my phone. That's your ring, and you're not calling me. Isn't that weird? You know, that might be my time-space continuum B. <laughs> the new the B in the parallel universe is like, wait. Calling to explain what you just said. Yes, because see? it's so far. See? See? <laughs> okay. See right. how that works out? But no, just there are people who kind of go around the mulberry bush of like the way they say. Because to if get they, to a point. To get to a point. Or to, because they fear the punishment in saying what they want to really say, they don't say it. Is that when people talk to you? No, I'm just saying, in, no, I'm saying in general, I'm glad that I am able to, like, get to the Articulate point. what you want to say. Exactly. Okay. Without... Because you don't have fear of what someone can do. Or the you. repercussions of it all. And I do feel like... Not everybody. This is not a blanket statement or targeting anybody. In the room. In the room anywhere. <laughs> in the room or anywhere. No, you ask questions like that are like to the point. So, no, I'm not talking about you. But you would be the judge of how freely you do it because I'm not in your head. But I do feel like, you know, there are... Well, and, and sometimes I try to cope when I'm saying... 
trying to land a plane on someone because I'm trying to see the, where their mental stability is and, and receiving it. Yeah. Because sometimes, it, and then also, I think I try to think about it because is it something I really should be telling somebody? Well, that's what I mean with your conviction. So, yeah. like, I don't mean to just willy-nilly say, well, I think that you should do this right. or whatever. But if you are feeling a certain way to not just your convictions for you. Yes. You're not. I'm not, not saying. You telling somebody else to, that you need to be wearing white today. Because yes, it's, it's such and such a day. It's September 4th. Right. Like, I'm not telling you any Why of that. Why are you wearing white? Why are you wearing white? What are those sandals for? Yeah. <laughs> Time to break out the boots. But more so, like, no, this is how I feel. So I'm comfortable telling you how I feel. Oh, that's good. That's really without good. fear of repercussion, and I feel like that with most endeavors, even with work. Like I'm not afraid to be like I ain't doing that, or I am gonna do it, or whatever. There's like there's no like oh let me do it. Don't get along just to get along. Okay, that's good. Well, all right. Thank you, Future B, for giving me a call. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so funny. All right. <laughs> Now, what is my topic today? This has been such a tumultuous week for me. Is that a word I need to tell you what it means? Oh, I know. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, what? (laughs) I was trying, but no, okay. All right. Didn't find one. I'll keep looking. (laughs) The dichotomy of? No, you know the word dichotomy because you use that a lot. Yeah. All right. It's been really kind of a rough week. I had a passing of a dear aunt and some emotional thing behind that mm-hmm. and i'm also worried about her boys you know how they're handling because they're out in california and i i can't be there but it is what it is so i've kind of a, not adjusted to it uh i've called some people that can talk to me and reason and come to it is what it is the basic mm-hmm. thing of it mm-hmm. and it made me think this week alone, outside of the murderous things that are happening in the United States that, you know, like, oh yeah, you don't know if you're going to go out and come home. Mm-hmm. We really live, you know, people talk about Ireland and Belfast. I don't know. Those are, it's one incident we, compared to like. A string. Uh, yeah, the holy war has been going over there for I don't know how long between the Protestants and I believe North Ireland and Southern so, Ireland. But there's stuff going on here that yeah. you almost thank Jesus at this point we're not at the point where buses are blowing up. But who knows? And oh, but out, putting all that aside, there have been at least four deaths in one week. That you personally know? That I knew. Mm-hmm. And if not, and I'm sure they were pe- people who knew them, who knew them. It, it's just, it's such a ricochet thing that is going on. And I'm sure death happens all the time. I'm sure it's not a special event this week that I happen to know for people that have passed. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just made me kind of... And I'm, I have to be honest, I actually think I'm 69, so is my ticket about to be punched? Well, yeah, normally when you hear of any death, that of something, somebody you're close with, you tend to think of your own mortality. 
Yes, so. and and I was, and you know, and I, I, you know, I think about my brother, you know, how's he doing? So I like, you know, did a check on everybody to see how everybody was doing, and so interesting the conversation you get from people, and either if you bring up death, there are people who avoid the subject mm-hmm. and flip it to discuss some other. Not just, they don't discuss, they don't say, well, let's talk about life. They will bring up some other tragedy that's going on to pull away from, let's not talk about death. Okay. You know, like, so then I heard different people that I called to check on that are up in age. I I heard about the, the shooting, we rehashed the shooting in Atlanta we rehashed Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Um, we went through all of these major things that are going on that present death, mm-hmm. but not close to any of them. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, only one person said to me, you know, I, I it makes me think of my, my uh, brother-in-law when he passed, especially during COVID. That was one that it brought it, they came home with it. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of, it put it in perspective for me. Because the fact that they didn't meant that it really touched home. They mm-hmm. were uncomfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to discuss it because probably the same thought popped in their head. When is my ticket going to be punched? Okay, so how do you feel about death? Or am I taking over your conversation? No, no. I or mean, do you want to know what I feel about death? Or well, I, no, I, I was going to get there. Oh. But I, for me, death is inevitable. Yeah. It's a one-way ride. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I have this thing that's hanging in the, the store that says, you know, I'm going to slide into heaven shouting, woohoo! What a ride with, uh, you know, Bible in one hand, glass of wine in the other. There you go. And because I, I just feel like this is a ride and you should live it to the best of your ability. Mm-hmm. Have certain characteristics that you're developing and changing. And I guess my, my biggest grievance would be if I were to pass suddenly and not have forgiven someone or told someone I forgive them or ask for forgiveness. Mm -hmm. That would be because you can't, I can't call up everybody I know and say, Hey, I, you know, I have this thing that I could die tomorrow. So I'm just saying, Hey, everybody. (laughs) I mean, you could, that'd be so bizarre. And then you live. Okay. Well, she's still alive. She got the gossip in the block. (laughs) The gossip. She had a death registry. (laughs) Oh, that was awesome. She's like, these are all the things I want to do by now. And yet here she is. (laughs) So, I mean, I just, I'm not, I don't think, I don't think I'm afraid to. I would like to believe that I'm not. And I don't know if I'm long to it or you just never know. And then today when I had my thing where I was feeling bad about my aunt. Uh, I heard about Nancy and Jennifer's passing of their mom. And then I went out to get in a car to go to church and dead as a doorknob. The car died. 
And then I came in and I kind of, I was like, I went to Berlin. I was like, Berlin, do you, you just always look like you never have anything wrong in your life. Like everything's just perfect. I know. <laughs> all the time. Because oh, I just felt like this was enough. I couldn't take it I'm anymore. like here, but I mean, to put it in perspective. <laughs> I was doing absolutely nothing, and I was like there with my little limon and lemonade <laughs> Bacardi drink, and I put like raspberry sorbetto on it, and I'm like there, and I'm like, oh, it feels like so- this weekend, like summer. Oh, if I, I am so thankful. If this is a preview of the summer, I'm here for it. I don't care who thinks that it's hot and sticky. I live for this time of year. But so I, to me, this was like, oh, I'm going to enjoy this. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm, having, I'm having tragedy after tragedy. And like, what? And then you said something that really touched my heart when you said your friend Kenny when he passed. Uh-huh. And I remember that just like it was yesterday. And he was not my best friend. Because uh-huh. we were on the phone. We, were, we had planned to have dinner together at um, Olive, Olive Garden. Garden. We were at two different Olive Gardens. Yes, you had missed it. I was like, yes. I'm over here with Alina. And I was like, well, I'm sitting right here. I've ordered the appetizers. And we were in two different, and then you got the phone call. Yeah. And I came to where you were, and, and you were stricken. It, it was just written all over you. I mean, you weren't like passed out, you know, on the ground, boo-hooing. Yeah. But for you. You know, you were raining it in. Yeah. You were very, and, and I, I, and then I felt sort of bad. I said, oh man, she has had some tough times. Who am I to even say that to someone? Alina kind of straightened you out, so it was okay. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, who, who raised, I raised you, but who raises someone like this? Is this a reflection of me? Because she's a man. It was, you see, I see the sun coming in. It's so hot. No. But and, it, uh, and Alina kind of handled it. But it brought into perspective. It's just, <laughs> it's not that things don't happen to everyone. It's how you handle them. Uh-huh. And I guess I wasn't a good representative at the moment. But so much has been coming so fast. I feel like I'm a dart board, and they're just flying. People are lined up throwing the darts. But. Back to the death perspective of that. How do you feel about death? What? You're dying. Oh, I'm okay with it. That's why I YOLO it up. <laughs> See, there are certain things, and not to get dark and gloomy, about why I watch nature shows. It's all going to come around. People just wait. The reason why I watch nature shows and a lot of these shows is because I'm genuinely interested in what's going on with our planet. And a lot of the times the news is not telling you at all what's going on with this planet. So for me, that's where I get the state of affairs about what's going on in this planet and how habitable it may be. And the way and the rate that we're treating this planet on various ways it's not looking so bright and, you know, sunshine and roses and grass when I'm about 80. It just isn't. So 2030 is when we're starting. We're already experiencing climate change, which is a whole lot different than 
global warming please look up what the difference is people so you know i don't need to tell you but you need to look that up there's a difference and there is climate change happening at a pace where people are like oh they had a hurricane in montana or you know so it's already happening or like some areas who've never had it are just being hit canada yes it's just weird so back to that whole target thing that you were saying earlier so i know there are certain things that me as one individual person cannot change i cannot save the the killer whales because i don't even live on that coast like i can't there are certain things that i know that globally it would have to be a collective thing for us to say wait this planet is dying let's get it together let's figure this out let's end all the bullshit that doesn't matter like racism and all of these isms we have going on and let's get to the topic that really matters we're not there at that point in time as a collective and i already know that when we get there it's too late so i am enjoying the shit out of my life okay because i don't know what it's gonna be like later so when it comes to death, it's just like you live the best life you can in the moment because I could die right now on this podcast. And again, I, I don't. That would really be the killer of my day. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not even bring that up. But no, I could. I could technically die while we're doing this podcast. And I. Because I've already done my little love and kindness and forgiveness and peace thing. You know, for the forgiveness stuff, I've already put out in the universe that I forgave the people who have wronged me. I've already asked for forgiveness from the universe. Because there are certain people I... who What do I look like making a call like that at this point in time? Like, to be like, oh, well, you know what? So I there are certain things that... You're just not going to do, and not because it's not in your heart to do. It's just not. I don't know it's not where the you appropriateness are. of yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know where you are right now to just call yeah. you and say something and rehash something that you're like. And that could put some people turtle, over the edge. My turtle just died, Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, why did you call me with this? Well, because I was feeling guilty <laughs> and I might die tomorrow. But, and then, you know, it's sort of like with all the tragedy that, tragedy that comes with that, mm-hmm. it does bring some bright spots. Like my cousin and I got to speak about the kindness of my aunt. Mm-hmm. I even got to tell stories of people who, you know, asked about her, like her name was Juliet. My son is somewhat named after her, kind of like not, but it just, it was just so ironic that I had picked his name, Julian, and ended up being at her house to have him. And her name was Juliet. Mm-hmm. So it just, things happened in, uh, you know, if you believe in like the, the universe aligning itself, all the stars were aligned that this is where it was supposed to be. Yeah. And, and how it all turned out the way it was supposed to turn out. And I, you know, you, it is such a refreshing and a healing thing to be able to do that with someone. Yeah. And, and, and I, uh, we also, I talked to, um, one of my friends, Charlene, and we talked about the COVID and how a lot of people didn't have that during COVID. 
What? To, to be able to, you know, gather and reminisce oh, and girl, to, to yes. hold each other up. Because, and then they did things in death that they had not planned to do. Like people were cremated and that was never the plan. Hmm. And then there were some people that, you know, they were buried in a box somewhere and they haven't even gotten the body. Yeah, it was tough. Like, so we forget there, there's how like no, bad. no real way of saying goodbye of, of, of the dealing ritual with that of the ritual right I, I was listening you know i'm on my little philosophy thing right now so they were talking about confucius and rituals and the thing is like the little things like the little things you don't necessarily need to have a ritual with like you maybe you should maybe you shouldn't if you like that type of order but like for me, getting up on Saturday morning isn't a ritual compared to me getting up to go to work right. during the week. And then you also have the bigger rituals, which are like weddings and funerals and stuff like that. So if that's taken away, and this is where your culture, your faith, your beliefs align that this is the way you send someone off. And the, the thing is with grief, I just I wrote this down that grief is like pretty much the ultimate price of love like the reason why you grieve something is because you loved it oh yeah so that otherwise it would just be oh okay yes yes so you grieve things that you you love and that's kind of taken away it was taken away oh for it hundreds of thousands of people and fast forward to now this is why some people are kind of losing it there are things that that are still open like open wounds that have it closed and there's no real plan on how to fix that i mean that would be the case for like mental health you know being a thing in this country though like I, well, I, I mean, but even like for the ritual part, because she was speaking of her um, niece, who's um, her brother-in-law who passed, and her niece, they couldn't. He was cremated. There was no service. There was no mm-hmm. nothing. And then, like six months later, they had a memorial service. But that was like six months later. That's like a, a, a hard way to go. Come on. Come on, what do you want? I know what you want. And why do you want it now? Come on, he wants to go out. Come on. Actually, Alina, if she'll take him on a walk. Come on. Alina! Come on. Hold on, let me call Alina. This is such a ghetto show sometimes. (laughs) Oh, wait, he might be all right. He might might be. All right, I'll call her. Are you going to be okay? Y'all was going to hear me have a whole conversation with Alina, calling her from downstairs. Oh. (laughs) So, and that was just such a, such a travesty, you know, that she had the weight that long to kind of carry the burden of that. Yeah. And then there are some people are not getting that because there are some states where they just put them in containers and they're still there. Uh-huh. And it is, it's just so horrific. And you think when someone passes, there's just like things that you do. 
you comfort the family, you bring them food, you do this, you do that, there's a service, there's a funeral, and you know, then you all part your ways. Well, we didn't have any of that, and you just parted your ways. You didn't even part, because you didn't come together to part. Well, I guess if learning, learning moments, now is kind of like, because now you know that if you know that that's a possibility that someone could be ripped out of your life and you might not have access to the body, depending on where you are in your jurisdiction, that can't be changed, unfortunately, from afar. But now that we are here where we are, like that might be even part of a reason why you would want to talk about death with your loved ones. That's exactly where I'm going to have it lined up to have yeah. some thought process put in mm -hmm. because what your thought process was before covid may not be be able to be provided at this time mm -hmm. i mean look at the queen the death of her husband she had to sit by herself this old woman photo. sitting there alone through the funeral of the husband of 70 some years i mean even if they had the worst marriage in the world that's still hard yeah and just 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 that alone that they and i'm pretty sure behind closed doors they probably clustered together but that was just that was heartbreaking and i'm not all into the king and queen thing but i still just thought that was so heartbreaking yeah, grief is kind of like a, I mean, in moments of grief, when Kenny passed away, I I mean, already our, the, the, the sad thing about when Kenny passed away is that we had just saw him on Friday and we went out to celebrate a friend's birthday and we were like making plans like, oh, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. So it's like, then on Sunday, that's gone. Yeah. Like at least with him being physically present. And one of the things that I will say that I am grateful for my friend group, um, I have really good people around me, um, was that we just all kind of like rallied around us because this was like from high school and we were all, so again, high school was in, you know, we graduated when we were 18, we were 30 years old still hanging out with each other. Like, so on a regular basis or you know once every month we just all go out and hang out and do stuff so the thing is that the, there was a collectiveness where everyone was able to gather yeah to console each other and again that's not there anymore it's, it's just missing i mean some people are doing it I don't know that the CDC recommends that many people at a funeral at one time at a repast. Well, yeah, but they are. So there are people who are still getting it by any means necessary. But for those who that are in our moment of, like if we were to pass and you don't want people to gather that way, I think that would be a way of saying, look, I love you all, you know, YOLO, you never know when you're going to die. Huh? You never know when you're going to die. But I love you, 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 you person. I definitely didn't like. But you, 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 you. <laughs> and then you just, you know, send your goodbyes. And the world that we're living in, 
you can't really relate that to age anymore, death. No, it's everywhere. Because you can go outside to, you know, like the people who are working at FedEx that ain't coming home. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they were not in the age group thinking of, oh, I'm going to die because I'm so old. I'm nearing the age, the end of my time. Like Charlene told me today, well, you know, life expectancy is 79. <laughs> so live it up, sister. <laughs> yeah, you, you can either do it one way. And I think part of it requires a, a, a presence of being cognizant of multiple things being true at the same time. Because I think a lot of people are like, well, I can live to 79. Yes, if you don't die before then. Like, <laughs> like it's for those people who live to that point. It doesn't necessarily mean that you. Yeah, that doesn't mean that's the cut will off. Make like it. 79, boop, we're done. No, or that you will even make right. it there. And then you might go and you might not make it there and you might go past there. So it's, it's precarious whichever way you go, but you need to have an exit strategy, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a video. Yeah, I'll wait you for know. it. So it's sort of like you need to have a, an exit strategy <laughs> <laughs> so that you know what the plan is and other people also know. I'm and pretty much when you're gone, when I'm gone, I don't care what happens to my possessions. I'm not, I'm not using them. You know, like me and my brother said, they ain't going to heaven with us. Mm-hmm. He said, you ain't taking all that stuff. They giving you new stuff. <laughs> you can collect new stuff up Don't there. be a bad lady in heaven. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, don't be trying to be getting into heaven going, well, I just brought this just in case you didn't have it. They got everything you need there. Don't be bringing it in. But it, it just it just made me think. So you want to do a death plan? Well, no, I don't, I don't think I'm going to call it a death Not plan. Not a death plan. It's going to be my exit strategy. There you go. I like that. You know, that this was my, and it, my whether it's timely or untimely, if I live long enough and have an illness and they say you got three months, well, okay, it'll still be the same exit plan no matter how you go. And, and I know people, ironically... I found out this week, like three people that I've become close with through the pandemic have cancer. I mean, serious cancer. Mm-hmm. Like they're getting, you know, treatments and things. But like this one lady, she has cancer in three parts of her body. And she's trying to stay as positive as possible. And she was the one who, when, uh, in fact, I, I talked with her today and um, she has an exit plan. She said, just in case these treatments don't go well, mm-hmm. I don't want my kids not to know what to do or how to handle it. And she's young. I mean, she's a she's young woman. Too. So, and I think the pandemic has probably, because people died in the pandemic, we didn't plan on them. Not that you plan for anyone to die, but it was, they didn't have a pre-existing thing saying that they were going to die. Yeah. And, you know, in the beginning, you didn't know how deadly this was mm-hmm. and how serious it was. So people didn't have plans. Like, and sometimes it was both parents. There's one boy mm-hmm. on TV. He, he has no one. He had no, his parents had no one. It was just them and him to the best of his knowledge. So he has to depend on neighbors because they didn't have an exit plan. Yeah. So I think it's important to 
have the conversation. It's uncomfortable. No one's going to say it's not. But you, what? I would. I, I'm telling you, I got a video out there for you. Well, no, but I mean, but it's uh, it's still uncomfortable to have that conversation. I don't remember back to me saying that I don't mind speaking about things because it's just. Well, but that's you. On the whole, most people but don't want to discuss but that's it. Not ev- but that's not everybody because there are exceptions. Well, and that, yes. That's what I mean by that. But it's I think not- most people find it uncomfortable. Amen. Not just to do, you might find it comfortable. Oh, you're okay discussing it. Somebody may not want to hear it. Well, yeah. You know, so you might be okay having this conversation, but the person you want to tell it to is like, okay, well, gee, could you write that down and just, you know, put that video on the tube and send it to me, Berlin. I got you, girl. They may not want to discuss it. Just hand it to me. I mean, that's fine too. You know, but it needs to be had. It needs to be done because we're living in those, we're living in Terra City. People are just really losing their mind. The pastor today said in church that you don't have to go outside of this area to talk about shootings. No. He said in a very recent past, in fact, he said in the last month, there were two highway shootings of because out of road rage. Mm-hmm. He said two of them. He said, that's just like so unheard of. Like, I'm mad, so mad I shot you. People are wound for sound. Like they just are. This This pandemic is tough, which again is why mental health matters like people are wound for sound and people don't have sounding boards not everybody has friends they can call and talk to and not everybody believes in the god that can reach them yeah so it's it's tough it's tough my heart breaks for those individuals but it's tough but i will do this patty part of my women of the shield as i like to call us and we were discussing this and the fact that one of the girls in the group her um nephew passed away recently and um another lady in the group had a really good friend where the the young son i think he was 20 something he died suddenly nobody really knows why mm-hmm. and that's like a baby and so, and Patty gave us something, excuse me, to think on. It was Proverbs 30, verse 5. Every word of God is pure, and he is a shield to those who put their trust in him. And even though things are going bad, for those that believe in God, believe and trust him. Mm-hmm. He, he's going to get you through that dark time and he's going to get the people through in the dark time that you leave behind. You know, uh, it, it's, it's what he does. But the thing that really resonated to me is when she spoke of their, um, is this still Proverbs 30? Yeah. Proverbs. No, I'm sorry. It's not Proverbs. It's Psalms. Sorry, people. Sorry, Patty, if you're listening. 
I did write it down. I just can't read my own writing. That's my Patty voice. Now, I'm sorry, Patty. I'm like, what is going on here? Okay. (laughs) See me not saying anything. I'm like. Okay. Weeping, it says, for his anger is but for a moment and his favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Each day is a new day. That's a Mariah Carey song. She has one of her songs, Fly Like a Bird, that... Um, Echoes, she got that from... She, yeah, her, the, well, her past, yeah. she didn't get it from him, but the pastor sings it, and I think he passed away as well, and he says that version, but it's on the song, Fly Like a Bird by Mariah Carey, which is a really good song, if you want to listen to it. But, and, and I think that's something that you you have to understand and that there's going to be an end for everyone. Mm-hmm. But while you are still here, sing his praises because you will be silent. There will come a time when you will be silent. Yeah, that's why you And because you're not going to be here. So what do you call it? Bolo? Wolo? Yellow. Yellow. <laughs> not yellow. Yolo. You only live once. Y- Yolo. Yes. Okay. <laughs> So YOLO while you're here and, and in all aspects, don't, don't get caught up in the, the death walk. You know, my friend who has three types of cancer in her body today, she was cleaning her house, getting to to having friends over. Mm -hmm. So she's YOLOing. Regardless of what it looks like, she's enjoying life until she's silent. Yeah. You know, and I think that's really the message that I want people to hear. There's death all around us. Uh, Yeah, every day. Whether we know the people, we don't know the people. Our neighbors pick up the newspaper, multiple deaths. This country, other countries, you can't worry when your children go out the door. Are they going to come back? Well, you know, in my world, I pray for them and I cover them that they will be safe to travel where they go. And again, I would say on top of that, too, like when you are leaving someone now, because I was writing down like little things, but what can you do in the now so that if you were to untimely, or very timely, because you know you're right on time with your death. Um, yeah, you're that's a you're that's never late. <laughs> you're not gonna be late for. You're never late. It's not gonna be. Give me fifteen minutes. <laughs> you won't be late for this. Oh, that's the title of the episode. You won't be late for this. No, you will not. All right, but you know you got to tell people how you feel about them as you can, like while you're present. And even if you're not talking to them about death, with the knowledge that you won't be here forever, what are you saying to them while you are in with life? Right. You know, what life are you speaking to other people? What life are you breathing into yourself? And a lot of the times, again, death is inevitable. So I know I'm going to go eventually, but at the same time, death you got to live. 
you you have to live. I would hate to die. Now, here's one thing I would hate to do. I would hate to die not having lived. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna write that down. And everybody's mm-hmm. way of living is should be with joy. Mm-hmm. I, I have a friend Rita who is now on vacation, and she she lives for her vacation. She has a fabulous time, and I have to say this about her. Her vacations, you're not there, but you're having fun with her. Mm -hmm. I'm not quite sure how she does that, but she does do that. I mean, she she posts pictures that, and and her wording with the picture, like if they're dancing, you dancing with them. Oh, how nice. I mean, it is just because she is so full of joy you can feel it yes it just bounces off the page Mm -hmm. you know because she's full of joy and i think that's something i really need to work more on to have more joy in the in the whole part of my my day Mm -hmm. and even when sad things happen take my sad moment wrap it up and know there's a new day yeah if i'm blessed by god to see a new day let it open up with joy Mm-hmm. Because each new day is is a new opportunity. Don't miss it. Mm-hmm. And in the morning, when you're leaving, if you if you are blessed enough to share facilities or whatever you want to call it with people, when you come and go, say goodbye, say have a great day. Mm-hmm. And you know when you go to work, tell everybody, hey. Mm-hmm. When you leave, have a great evening. Be safe. I know. I remember when I worked at um in Kendall, Albert used to be like, oh my God, I love, because I used to go to everyone's office and be like, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, before I started my day. And he was like, I always know when you're not at work, because I don't get my good morning. I was just like, I always know. Like, is something wrong? <laughs> like, you know? See, and, and that that's a nice thing to do. And we need to do little things like that. And I know Alina like messes with me when we're in the stores and I'm speaking to total strangers and uh, you got a nice dress, like that hair. Look at that smile. Girl, you something else. Or guy, look at you. And I I just feel like, because when a cashier looks at me and says, I love your hair, I'm just like, really? You do? Oh, yeah. Compliment does feel good. And it's just, I don't know what their day is like. And maybe I'm the only person who says something nice to them all day, or who converses with yeah, them. Yeah, and 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 it's not and it's not insincere. I don't say that to somebody whose hair look crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I say it when you know, like you got a nice smile, or you know, you just just I, you can always find something nice to say to somebody. Speaking of philosophy, and the book that I'm reading. It's actually an audio book, but I was talking to someone earlier. Um, they were talking about Simone Veil and how, in a nutshell, well, one of the things that she said was basically attention is love. So when you are being attentive, hold on, I got my little notes next to me because I thought it was profound. Um, true attention does not require, well, that basically attention is love. So, yeah. So wherever your extreme intention goes, which is basically flow, um, which I read a book about flow, which is really good too. 
but I can't pronounce the guy's last name, so I can't tell you, but it's a book about flow. But anywho, what she's basically saying is that what you pay attention to, you love. And it's cruel when people don't pay attention to you because then the withdrawal of attention is not love. And also that basically that it doesn't, that attention doesn't require noticing, but acknowledging. So I meant you can notice the cashier there. She's there. Yeah. But true love is like acknowledging that someone, acknowledging that someone exists. And then we all, we talked about from the attention because he was like, I don't know that attention is love. And then we started talking about what our definitions of love is. And for me, love happens in the everyday mundane kind of things where, again, I don't mind being nice to anybody. I just don't want anybody in my bumble. Do not walk up on me. But socially distanced, you're good. (laughs) We're good. But at the same time, we were talking about that and he was like, well, love is a, his response was that love was a continuous thing to be built upon. And I was like, so let's say you have, because this is my understanding. I said, so if you have a one-off occasion with somebody that they change your perspective based on the conversation that you're having, because to me, love, it requires a certain level of proximity physically. And I said, what happens there if, you have this bomb conversation with this person that you never seen again. Did the moment you not share equate to love? And he was like, you know what? I got to think about this a little bit later. But back to your point that to me, the way I would view you being nice to someone that's you're like a cashier and talking to them about their day and acknowledging that they actually exist in a world that teaches you to ignore these people that's a moment of love because their attention was on that individual. And, you know, and I even thought about it to the extent you have these people who go back to jobs where they got fired, whatever, and decide to, to shoot up, whatever. It wouldn't it, who knows if you might, somebody might've saw that person in Home Depot buying rope or something. <laughs> <laughs> for their act I said hey man you and, okay and, or not okay just hey you know what I like the pants you got on you're looking sharp today <laughs> he's like yes I am you know and then you know just like oh, oh hi how you doing oh, could you help me with something you just never know the, the turn what it takes that the slight thing that takes someone to go off the rails I believe it's a slight thing thing that would help them stay on the rails yeah and there are times when I think we are called upon to do that but we shy away and we make up various reasons he smelled or I don't know them or they were in my bubble look we're in a pandemic (laughs) well but still it might be even you would say you know i'm loving that shirt but i'm gonna compliment people you know but no i'm not saying you per se but some people as soon as they do it's a nasty gram oh yeah we need to stop sending being so quick fire with the nasty grams and i have to admit in the day back in the day i was a quick fire nasty gram Mm -hmm. proud of it 
And looking back, I wish I wasn't, but I can't change that. I can only change my now and my future. Mm-hmm. And I just try to make a point because you never know. Like I'm walking through, I would go up to Pet Boys today because of the car. Nobody knew that I found out my aunt died yesterday. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew I was grieving. Mm-hmm. And yet... The guy was just so sweet and so nice to me and didn't charge me a cent. He, you know, got my car and, and, you know, gave me confidence with it and was just so pleasant and nice. And yet there was another person in there who was not, who was just the opposite. And he, he being paid a pretty good penny to be, he should be nice. There are opportunities, I think, as human beings, we don't take to be human beings. And you know what? tomorrow two things about tomorrow some of us are going to see tomorrow and it's going to be a new day with new mercies from god new opportunities to bless and be blessed but there's also going to be some people who are not so when you close your eyes tonight what is the one thing you want to think that you did that was good today Mm -hmm. to leave on a good note yeah, it's something to consider in the now. Being mindful. Being mindful will basically never not do you right. And and for those and be sure to put that that the that scripture up so people can refer to that. And the one thing that to end that my glory may sing praises to you and not be silent. We should not walk through this life being silent. I said that earlier. <laughs> yes, but and and that and that's that's Psalms uh thirty, thirteen, to end that I'm sorry is that thirty no thirty twelve to end that my glory may sing praises to you and not be silent. Let's not let's not end this being silent. I will say this about my auntie, she showed love and kindness to everyone. She was a pediatric nurse when this was a new specialty. And she had to be one of the kindest women that I probably have ever known and always even killed. I don't remember. I'm sure she probably was mad at some time or another or angry, especially being married to my uncle. That would set you off every now and then. But she always seemed even killed. Mm-hmm. And that's that's something to be said. That is something to be said, something to work towards. If you know you're young, even if you're old. Maybe not old, if you're older than me, whatever, near my age group, whatever. That's something we can all work on. Yeah. Spend our day being kind and, and let's not be quiet in our kindness to even total strangers. But start at home. People sometimes aren't kind with people that, oof. That's a hedonic will. It's a hedonic will. That's just a hedonic will. What does that mean? It's based. It's basically like you're so used to something being there that it's part of the first, like, oh, so yes. then you don't acknowledge that person or you don't take the time to do any of that because they're always going to be there, but they're not. Um, newsflash people. Oh, also I did one of the things that I love Khalil Gibran. I mean, probably one of the, like, I don't know if this is philosophy, if these are his philosophies, but I book read this book as a philosophy, which is the prophet. 
and he does have a passage i talk about the one on children um his passage on love and marriage is really good but since your aunt had passed away that was something that i had mentioned which is you know on death um by khalil gibran and it's a very digestible i think it's like one page and you pronounce it khalil khalil gibran okay so some people might pronounce it different okay i'm reading it phonetically so, <laughs> but she don't know English. Yeah. Well, you know what? Creole is a phonetic language. So the way you read it is the way that you do speak it. There are certain languages like we English. Cabron. That yeah, but Cahil Cabron. Okay. So I mean, that's the way I've always heard it pronounced. I don't know. I've never researched it. I just did it phonetically back to English not being my first language. But I und- but you do that a lot. Not not a bad thing. But I like sometimes you'll say something to me and I'll look at you like, what is she talking about? Then I'll, I'll like put it through my syntax. Oh, that's what we're talking about. Yes. It's just a syntax. Is that the correct word for it? It's not. I don't know that it's syntax. <laughs> well, we sound so. Uh, it's, I think it's a phonetic thing. Oh, okay. It has to do with sound. Like water. Water, potato, yeah, potato. Yes, the the phonetic saying of it is that's what I'm doing. I'm reading it phonetically, so I'm okay. saying it phonetically. Um, not like lasagna where the G is silent or champagne. Well, everybody says that. Chapon. No, some people say Chapon. I say Chapagne, but that's because or I want to read. I want to read it phonetically. For champion. Champagne. Yes, that's a whole nother story. But like lasagna. Anyway, look at us. Oh my goodness, girl. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Anywho, on death by Khalil Gibran, um, or however Gail would say it, which probably correct. Um, it's a really good passage, and it the analysis of it for me is you live, mm-hmm. you live, you live. Um. So that's about it for me. You have anything else? No, just that, you know, tomorrow is, we've been, when you get tomorrow, it's a new day. New day, new mercies, new grace. Live in it. Well, there's a new day and there's also a new self-care tip, which is my week. Yay! So, because I, again, have been on my little philosophy streak, which I'll probably be on for a long time. Um, and not to throw a definition out there, but philosophy is basically the love of wisdom. So basically you're just being a nerd when you study it. But, um, I would like to actually suggest a book, which is the Socrates Express by Eric Weiner. Um, it's available on Amazon, Google Play, Target. Um, all of these places. And it's a, you can, cause you're listening to it. Yes. So I was also going to say for the free, your local library should have, well, at least down here for the three counties, uh, Miami-Dade, Broward, and West Palm Beach. I know they used overdrive. I, it could be different in different places, but most of the times libraries use a separate source for their e-materials. Right that you can have access to and you have access and it's to free. for free. Um, that's where I'm listening to it 
from as an audio book because I was searching something else and then this one came across but it is such a good book because the it's basically uh each chapter is a snapshot not a snapshot but a very digestible analysis of different philosophers through time starting with Socrates, Simone Weil, Schopenhauer, Schopenhauer, was it Schopenhauer? Might have been Schopenhauer. I might have gotten that wrong. Aristotle's? No, he didn't talk about Aristotle. Oh. Um, Isn't he a philosopher? He is, but he don't talk about him. Confucius, um, Gandhi, but it's very interesting to kind of take on what other people who before you have thought or those great thinkers of those times. And Simone Veil is basically obscure, but she's still in there. And it's just interesting to kind of hear how other people thought, which then challenges your thinking. So I would say this is a pretty awesome book, um, just based on the perspectives and what he has written within that. Um and what's the health benefit? You think. Oh, okay. Your brain does some firing, hopefully, with neurotransmitters. So that on So it's to make you think about things and to maybe even do things differently? If it works, if it happens for you that way, yeah. Hopefully. Or to open up even new conversations in your groups. If it, I hope so. I mean, I, I no, find that's what I'm trying to say. What, what is the health? Because somebody, not somebody listening mm-hmm. might think, well, what is that going to do for me? So uh, this is what is will do for you. You'll well, have you would have to read it. I think again, you still would have to read it to kind of get it. But that's just like a foot soak. If you don't do it, you won't know what it's doing for you. Pretty much. So I don't want to, I could tell you every single chapter about, oh my God, when Simone Veil said this and when Rousseau said, but that's my interpretation of it. You would still have to read it. Okay. No, I'm just trying to like what, so they'll know what benefit they're going to get from this. I don't know what benefit they will, they will know if they get one or not. I think they will know. Okay. I think they will. I think they'll have a different type of conversation with people. Hopefully. Might even meet some new people. Hopefully. Yeah, I just thought it was a very good book. So that is my Is it a big book? I have I'm doing it on audiobook, so won't know. Well how many I actually am gonna order the book so that I can have it for footnotes, but that's neither here nor there. Well how long have you been listening to it? Overdrive has it for fourteen days that you can get an audiobook. So I'm on day nine. Oh, or, okay. So yeah. it's probably, because you don't listen to it all the time. I listen to like one hour. Oh, all right. So for some of us who are retired at home doing nothing, you can I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you can basically listen to an audiobook. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I enjoy audiobooks. Yeah, I do too. But this one, I am going to get the book as a, um, so I can have it as a footnote and my references. But it's a very interesting book. Well, good. It sounds like it. Yeah. I'm hoping people get it and expand their horizons of thinking. Mm-hmm. Help them plan their new day. Should they get it tomorrow? Ta-da. 
So, <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that morbid? I don't know. Well, I'm praying everybody does get a new day and that they will use it wisely, get their exit plan or strategy, if that's what they want to call it. Get the book, expand your mind, read something about philosophy. That's always a good thing. Mm-hmm. And so, is there anything else? No. Nothing? I'm good. Stay black, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. And for those who aren't, stay what you are. It's, it's okay. It's okay. The English words she does know. (laughs) Dear Jesus, thank you. Peace, love, and hair grease, (laughs) y'all. No more housewives for you. (laughs) I didn't say that there. You're cut off. (laughs) All righty. So, as always, be safe. Be well. Be easy, my kneesies. Be blessed. And have a great week ahead. Bye. Thank you.